And this is really what I want people to hear, that what's interesting to others is often your story, but done in a, a way that helps them really just kind of relate, number one, and solves other people's problems. Welcome to the Influence by Design podcast. I'm Samantha Riley, authority positioning strategist for coaches and experts. If you're ready to build a business that gives you more than just a caffeine addiction and you dream of making more money, having more time and having the freedom to be living your best life, then you're in the right place. It's time to level up. Welcome to today's show. I'm really looking forward to diving into today's topic, which is publicity. Now, publicity, PR, they're words that actually we're going to talk about maybe what makes them different. Are they the same? And we're going to talk about why it's something that you should bring into your suite of or your toolbox. I was going to say your suite of toolbox into your toolbox. That's something that I really believe in. But there's also ways that are going to waste your time rather than give you a return on investment of your time. So we're going to talk about that too. So Jill Lublin, welcome to the show. It's great to have you here. Thank you, Samantha. Great to be here. Now you are in publicity. I did talk about PR and publicity. Are they the same thing? Let's even go there right from the beginning. Let's give it some context. They are the same thing. You know, whether you call PR or publicity, it is absolutely about getting your name out there, creating visibility, and frankly, getting seen, getting heard, and getting yes. paid because publicity. Yes. That. Now I like that you said that getting seen, getting heard, getting paid because what I see a lot of people doing is the first two things. Like I want to use publicity to have people know who I am and don't understand how to get it to work for them to grow their business. And the reason I say this is I'm a big advocate for publicity because you know people can't pay for your services if they don't know who you are. But I had someone reach out to me and I just want to say this was not a client, but it was someone that reached out to me and they had been given an opportunity to be on a huge morning show here in Australia and have massive visibility. And I just said to her, I don't think that without a bit of preparation that this is really a good good idea. Anyway, she didn't really listen. She went on and she did it and she reached out. She said, no one messaged me after the interview. You know, like there was hundreds of thousands of people watching and no one messaged me. And I went, well, you know, we did have that conversation. So before we even get into the publicity, let's talk about the message because not everyone can just get publicity by saying, hey, I run this business and this is what I do. Tell us about what needs to be in place before we can start to really look at getting publicity. Well, you know, it's exactly what you just said about that woman. She probably wasn't ready with mm. her message, although good for her for saying yes and going because she can- 100%. You know, oh, we just can have a video and everything counts, right? Everything matters. So I'm really big about getting clear about your message. And that way, when you are interviewed, because it comes fast sometimes, right? And just like in her case, boom, all of a sudden you have the opportunity. Other times it's, you know, you're pitching and even in the pitch, you need a great message. So the message is the very foundation of everything you're saying to the media. And it's really about solving problems in the marketplace. See, the problems, Samantha, that most people do is they say, here's what I do, here's what our business does. 
And I call that beat to chest publicity, mm. right? It's really not about, it's really about publicity. It's about serving the reader, the viewer, and the listener. And I'll tell you, after writing guerrilla publicity, this is what, and I, you know, I actually interviewed media. This is what they kept telling me to share with all of you, that it's really about their readers, their viewers, their listeners. And when you orient your message like that, it's going to be far more powerful and absolutely more effective. Mm. I find a lot of people really struggle to make that flip because they automatically go into the mode of, but this is what I do and this is why it's important instead of making that flip. What are some tips you can give to people and maybe even with some stories of your clients of how they've flipped that script to really make the message about the reader or the listener? Yes, and sometimes I'll give you an example of that's even sometimes getting slightly away from your message and not focusing on exactly what you do, but really what I like to call using everything you've got. So there's Ryan, who's an instructional designer. And to be honest, I didn't even know what that was. I'm like, I don't know what that is. When he told me, I said, Ryan, no offense, but you're not going to get publicity with that. It's boring. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's too technical. And so I said, tell me your story. And he said that he'd been downsized from a corporate job. He said that he had a pregnant wife with their third child on the way. And he just started, well, a, you know, a big project. He had just bought a new house. And here's a guy with no job and, you know, another child on the way. It's just, that was a tough situation. I said, Ryan, what did you do? He said, well, I started my own business and literally within 48 hours, he had eight basically independent contractors, virtual employees, and that was a powerful business. So I said, you know what you are, Ryan? You are a virtual office warrior. And the acronym for that is VOW. Ryan took a VOW never to work in office again. Do you know that story got him on the front page of the San Francisco Business Times, Entrepreneur Magazine, Mac Home Journal, Home Office Computing. I mean, the list goes on and on, literally riding out publicity wave for nine months. And that one article, for instance, he got in the Chinese Times using the fact that he is Chinese, right? And that one article got him a $7,000 consulting engagement, right? Now, that's the power of publicity. It was about solving another issue, like, you know, not wanting to work in an office. But it wasn't like, here's how to do your instructional design. And this is really what I want people to hear, that what's interesting to others is often your story, but done in a, a way that helps them really just kind of relate, number one, and solves other people's problems. Like he was giving things you can do to work from home, to be a virtual office warrior, which of course, you know, is now just commonplace. And so that was a powerful story. And I think really you you come from that place called what's the problem out there? I didn't say, what do you do? Mm. Big distinction. And then give people three solutions. Tell them what to do. Like literally give them real value, real benefit, and tell them some things to do. It's incredibly powerful. And then you want to just sort of an advanced tip for fun. You want to integrate the name of your business. Like for instance, one of my clients, he's a business consultant. 
and his company is called Beyond Consulting. So he wants to give you three ways that you can create results and go beyond your profits right now. It's one word from his title of his company, you know, from the name of his company. So that's really interesting. So how do you then, or how can people then use that story to drive people back to their business? You mentioned with the instructional graphic designer, is that what it was? <laughs> instructional design. Instructional uh-huh. design. So, you know, he used his story, which is super interesting, and then he got a new client. How did that get married up? Because in every article, the journalist, whether it be in print, on radio, on television, podcasts and blogs, right? People are going to drive people to you. They're going to say, how can we get in touch with you? And so one of the things to do, like like we'll do here, right? We'll give away free gifts. You want to give people a way to connect to you. So if you'll notice, you know, if you're watching TV, it's called a Chiron and underneath is your name with, along with, in my case, it'd be four-time best-selling author, international speaker, a publicity expert. Boom, that's my Chiron's short title, right? What do you do? And and having that short piece is really good. And then they will give ways to contact you. Usually it's called a blue screen on TV, right? On radio, the producer and podcast will say, hey, how do people get in touch with you? What do you have to connect to? Great, you know, like that. And keep things really simple, right? Uh, keep your language really simple. Like I'm giving you close to 30 years of publicity ideas in very, if you notice, quick, connected, simple language. Does that make sense? Mm, little sound bites. Thank you. I love bites of sound. I'll just <laughs> <laughs> And I always like to go like this, you know, bite of sound so people really get it. Because you need to speak in a headline and speak in five-year-old language. You don't want big concepts and big words. It just, it, it makes people's eyes glaze over. Totally. Well, we're all really busy in our day. We're thinking about, you know, what to feed the kids, you know, what has to happen after work, what we're doing with our clients. We don't want to be thinking about that too. We just want to be entertained. And if something's interesting, then we sort of latch onto that and go, oh, then now I want to sort of look further or, or you know, connect with that person. But if it's too hard, then you're right, we will glaze over because there's just way too much going on in our heads. Yeah, and you want to be of great value and benefit, right? You want to give people things they can do quickly. And that, that's why I'm so big on, you know, quick, simple, you know, kindergarten language. Love it. And funny enough is what grass grabs people. Totally. Now, is there another way that we can use that publicity, for instance, on our website or, you know, in our marketing that can sort of tie it back the other way that shows that we really are the authority or the expert and, you know, we have been featured in media? Yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, let me just share with you one of my clients who is a corporate trainer, I mean, does food for um, productivity and profitability with teams. So, you know, one of the things I'm really big on what I'm telling you about using all parts of who you are and following my system, she actually got connected to NBC Nightly News, you know, huge opportunity. And they said this, can you talk about aphrodisiac cooking? Ah! And she said, I swear, 
And out of her mouth, she was about to say no, but she's been trained by me. And one of the things I say is you must always say yes. You just say yes. And then we'll figure it out. We'll bridge it. We'll get the right message. And, and she, she was some kid. She goes, I could hear your voice in the back of my head. Just say yes. So I said yes. She got $720,000 worth of free publicity being featured there. Now, imagine this. What happens when she walks into any interview, any kind of when she sends a proposal and says, been featured on NBC Nightly News? Can I just tell you, they're not going to go look at every single little thing and every single aspect of what it is that you are talking about. They're just impressed by your what you've been featured in. So one of the things when you say, what does it do? The impression, the viability, the credibility, the trust factor, the enhancement of your image because you've been featured on powerful. And same thing with a lovely consultant I worked with out of Minnesota. And she walked into an engagement for something, you know, basically a consulting job that would last three months. And the gentleman looked at her when she walked in and said, you know, I looked you, I Googled you, and I saw that you were featured in the Minneapolis Star Tribune. I say feature because she only got one line, uh-huh. okay? Yeah. But the truth is, when you get publicity, you are featured, right? And he, he said, you don't even have to do the interview. I know if you've been featured in media, you must be good. You see the jump to conclusion that people mm. have because you've established your expertise. And I think that's really a good thing to know that you want to basically leverage your publicity, publicize your publicity. You know, it could be as simple as getting into your local media saying, I recently got featured. Now, I could use third person, but Samantha Riley recently was featured in and the name of your local paper. And you make it a bigger thing, right? And you also send it out to your clients and prospects. You send it to other media who, you know, says, oh, she must be good. She was featured here. Media is very incestuous and they tend to choose people who've already been featured because they know you, you know, you can probably talk well. And if you've been featured somewhere, you must be good. It's an assumption and it's a good one for everyone. Well, I think the journalists need to do that because they're really busy. And if they've got two people in front of them and one's been featured in media and one hasn't, they've just, you know, they're making a decision on the spot. It's like, well, I'm more likely to get what I need from the person that's already been featured in the media. So let's go with that one. Like, it just makes sense, right? Exactly right. And the reality is, again, they go, whoa, you got to be good because someone else chose you. And that's the beautiful snowball effect. Of publicity, it is really a gift that keeps on giving because it generates more and more. And as soon as you're able to start a one beyond one, all of a sudden it is like a dominoes effect and it's much easier to get on others. And that, by the way, can start with simple, easier podcasts that lead up to things. Also, you know, people need to know that sometimes when you're featured on the smaller stuff, there are producers in larger markets or in major shows, whether nationally or internationally, who are searching, you know, affiliates, they really are called that, of the different networks and looking for great stories or interesting stories. So there are people that that's just their job is look for those stories. So that's what they're scanning for. Mm. Now, you did mention like the smaller things, because I, I think a lot of people think when you talk publicity, you know, the big TV shows, 
what are some of the smaller pieces I guess of publicity I can't think of a word to use but different ideas that we can give people to start to look out for if they're getting started on this journey you mentioned podcasts yeah you know what else is there like blog talk radio is an international format web base where it's basically filled with what would be called you know short radio shows or short podcasts and all kinds of hosts literally thousands of them looking for great guests just like you right and so i love that form blog talk radio itunes you know i would type in one word let's say you're a health coach just as an example type in the word health let's see what podcasts come up and who is talking about that subject so i love that i really believe in starting local and become a celebrity and i use that term lightly in your own backyard, you know, your local business journal, your local daily paper, their business section, their real estate section, their lifestyle section, their health and wellness section. I mean, guess what? There really is something for everyone. You know, if you're a member of a chamber of commerce, get in the chamber of commerce newsletter. If you're a Rotarian, get in the international newsletter for that. I mean, there are so many interesting opportunities that are sometimes right in front of you and people miss it, which is interesting to me. So that's what I want you to look, is look in your, really your geographic region and see what are smaller, more localized, you know, newspapers, and then all your local TV, you know, the morning shows, the noon news, the evening news, the morning news, all of those are excellent for opportunities to be seen and heard. Mm. So you've mentioned a lot of those different types of places that we can go to find opportunities. What is the next step? Once we've sort of gone, okay, well, we could reach out to that newspaper or, you know, that podcast. Is it about just introducing yourself? Is it about saying, hey, I've got these different ideas? Like, you know, what what is the next move? Well, listen, you got to go to the pitch. You said it, uh, that media people are busy. Yeah. And the truth is they're often on deadline and they do need people. They need experts, really, just like you watching and listening here. So the point is to align your expertise with what they're looking for. For instance, I have a woman, she's a firefighter, first female firefighter in her area. And now she talks about and does consulting with putting out fires in your business. However, I'm going to tell you when the Syrian and Turkish earthquakes happened, I said to her, put back on your firewoman's hat. Let's go talk about being a first responder and what's that like, you know, and and go back and talk about that. So I'm really big on use every part of who you are. Use everything you've got. You know, if you're Hispanic, you want to use Hispanic Heritage Month, Black History Month, and so on and so forth. International Women's Day, World Kindness Day, you know, whatever's coming up that you can fit into, let's fit into it. And I I think that's a real key for a lot of people is to expand what's possible. Yeah. And so we're listening and looking for opportunities. And then once you actually see them, yeah, it is pitch time, go time. That's like an easy, quick email with a compelling subject line. And then here's Here's newsflash. Pick up the phone. <laughs> wow. That's so old school, no, right? <laughs> but exactly. And nobody's doing it. Yeah. That's what makes it stand out. 
Exactly. You pick up the phone. You got that human voice going. You're going to say, hey, you know, this is Jill. I saw that you're you're doing a piece about X, Y, Z. And I want to, you know, as a, a fill in the blank expert, I want to talk to you and give your readers great information about how to XXX. Here's a great example. I have a client, he's a financial planner. And I said to him, well, tell, you know, your story part. What's your story? He said, my wife had breast cancer and and she's doing well. But, you know, frankly, when she got diagnosed, I had no clue what to do. You know, I'm a guy. I just, I didn't know what to do. So I started researching and I started being able to help her. And you know what happened? He got into a major blog talking about Breast Cancer Awareness Month as a man, from a man's perspective, what do you oh, do? fantastic. Right? And that was really interesting. Yeah. And you know what else? This is the great thing. You said, well, then what happens? He had his website link. Do you know his website stats went up by 37% wow. from one blog post? He got 15 clients in the next 24 hours and he got literally 27 leads. So 27 leads, 15 clients, 37% increase in web visits. I'd say that's really good results. And it wasn't exactly about financial planning, but guess what? People felt yes. closer to him. They trust him. This is a man who cares about his wife. This is a man who cares about, you know, more than just his livings. And it was an amazing, uh, wonderful result. So I really want all of you to broaden your thinking about what's possible and getting in media from sometimes not exactly what you do, because as long as you're in media, here's the good news. You control your message. Yes. Do you know what I love so much about that story? And thank you for sharing it because I hope that really opens up people's ideas and eyes to what's available. I often talk about the fact that we will connect with someone because of their values. And that is that is just such a beautiful story. You know, if I was going to, you know, be looking for someone to invest money with or you know do anything in the financial space which is a space that a lot of people are scared to be in because we don't trust people or you know we're not sure about it we're un, you know maybe uneducated in that area that to know that someone that has those values makes it a lot easier to make that first step and that really is thinking outside the box so yeah so wonderful, right? Because it shows yeah. that you care. And I, I think, you know, showing your vulnerable side at times is appropriate. Having other parts of your story show forth. You know, one of my clients, he's a speaker coach. He got a national hot dog day. And by the way, great tip, look at nationaldaycalendar.com yes. because there are a lot of holidays that some of you have never thought of. And he, following my tip about this, found National Hot Dog Day. And I said, you got a four-year-old? I know your kid likes hot dogs. Is that right? He said, yep. <laughs> and that's what got him great publicity. And then what? Driving people to his mm. website. Again, more leads, more prospects. And actually, three speaking engagements came out of National Hot Dog Day. Who would have thought? Isn't that fun? And that is so much fun. I love that so much. How much time do we need to have to be able to contact people for this? Like what's the lead time for this kind of publicity? You know, if we're seeing it's National Hot Dog Day in three months, is that the time to, to reach out? If it's next week, is that the time to reach out? 
So, you know, listen, there's always last minute publicity, but please don't wait till the last minute. You know, and I do have some people working on very specific stories, you know, like a peace ambassador with meditation. I have her talking about the hostage release of the peace activist in Israel and tying the stories together, you know, so that's a very timely piece. Typically, you would be looking ahead three, six, and nine months ahead. Magazines, for instance, periodicals are, are working usually at least six months to a year ahead. Mm. In fact, when I interviewed for Guerrilla Publicity, Entrepreneur Magazine, so, you know, everyone would want to be an Entrepreneur Magazine, yes? A hundred percent. Yes. And she said to me, tell them, you know, when I'm working on a June issue, for instance, for Entrepreneur Magazine, the production deadline is March and the writer's deadline is January. Now that's six months ahead for the writer, which means you having the great PR story are going to be talking to them about uh-huh. nine months ahead, right? So that's the longest one. You know, typically I would be looking for sure three months ahead and start thinking, you know, three, six, nine months ahead and plant your publicity garden so that your garden grows continuously and ongoingly, and to also know that your publicity garden is an evolving process, right? And so one of my systems, because I'm big on publicity systems, I think they're appropriate to have. One of my systems is look at your message every 30 days. That's a system. Make sure it's clear, it's resonant for you. You can rinse and repeat it everywhere. And so that, you know, when you're doing different uh, interviews at different time zones, you'll be fresh, you'll be confident. Because here's what I know, when you know your message and it's in, you just have it, you know, and, and people feel that. And most importantly, your confidence is strong and, you know, that you're just aligned mm. with your message and that it doesn't matter how you feel and what happened the day before or what happened that day. It's really about knowing your message from the inside out. And that does take a little practice and you can, you know, practice does make perfect. But one thing about practice is, you know, let's just keep going and get those media pieces happening because that is in a way where you also get to practice. Yes, yeah, I love that so much. Now, you have written your four times bestseller. One of your books is called The Prophet of Kindness. And I want you to explain a little bit about that because I feel like that's got some sort of message that is really is going to resonate with our listeners. Oh, yes. Thank you. So here's what I discovered. You know, listen, I've got business books, guerrilla publicity, right? That's been my focus. And next thing I know, it almost was like this tremendous, wonderful synchronicity is that the profit of kindness, my publisher said yes. And let me share with you that what I found out during this process, I'm getting the book to the publisher and, and making it all happen was that kind companies get more publicity. And so in The Profit of Kindness, I have what I call return on kindness principles, rocks, because everybody's you know thinking about ROI as you should. And we uh-huh. have rocks also, return on kindness principles and things in today's world like flexibility. Oh my gosh, you gotta be flexible. That's not only kind, but it's also interestingly enough profitable and leads to profits, right? I mean, I think we can all, say that when when the company works with you and says, yeah, let me work with you. Don't you feel so much better? Don't you feel like they care? Right. Mm. 
And what's interesting is kind companies get publicity. We found that the CEO is usually happier. The profits are bigger. The people who work in the company, small ones, by the way, many I, I interviewed were small or even one person, that even the people around you were happier. And so it really does create the kindness equals the happiness, which equals the profit and loving what you do, right? And it just keeps spilling over. Mm. Like it's just, it's like that snowball effect, isn't it? Yeah. When you're kind, that kindness comes back to you. And as you were talking about before with one of your other clients and, and the values, it just exponentially grows in all of the different areas. I love that so much. Jill, for people that have been listening to you speak and listening to your stories and they want to learn more about what it is that you're doing, where can they go to find more out about you? So I've created a wonderful free gift with lots more PR tips and a free publicity masterclass. And you go to publicitycrashcourse.com slash free gift and you can get that. And we'd also love to, if I may say, invite you to our wonderful kindness circles. We do them every month and we have networking and kind people coming on, serving each other and helping each other. And so I think if you can put the link in the, for that too, it's jolublin.com slash kindness circles. And those are the two great places to come and check the rest out. Absolutely. I will pop both of those links into the show notes. Wherever you're listening, you'll see those links. Definitely get on it. As you can tell from this episode, Jill is an absolute expert in all things publicity, all things kindness. She's just such a wonderful person to be around. So I highly suggest that you go and click those links and learn more about Jill. Thank you so much for coming onto the show today. It's been an absolute pleasure to chat with you. Thanks for joining me for this episode of the Influence by Design podcast. If you want more, head over to influencebydesignpodcast.com for the show notes and links to today's gifts and sponsors. And if you're looking to connect with other experts who are growing and scaling their business too, join us in the Coaches, Thought Leaders and Changemakers community on Facebook. The links are waiting for you over at influencebydesignpodcast.com. Thank you.